BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour three of Clay and Buck. It's going right now. And we have hit it. The debt ceiling. We are there, my friends. $31.4 trillion. That is the statutory limit. The United States government has hit the statutory limit. Like the Titanic running into an iceberg. Just kidding. It's all going to be fine, everybody. They're going to try to freak you out about this. Look, the debt isn't all going to be fine insofar as this is a big problem. But the, oh my gosh, the government's not going to pay its bills. It's 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 going to pay its bills. I mean, here's how uh, CNN describes it. Forcing the Treasury Department to take extraordinary measures to keep the government paying its bills. Escalating pressure on Capitol Hill to avoid a catastrophic default. The battle lines for the high-stakes fight have already been set. Hardline Republicans. Sounds scary, Clay. Who have enormous sway in the House because of the party's slim majority have demanded that lifting the borrowing cap be tied to spending reductions. Doesn't that seem... I mean, let's just again, let's put on our reasonable guy and gal hats for a moment. We have run up a $31 trillion debt. If somebody wants to claim that it doesn't matter, you know, cute Paul Krugman with some column, he's like, it doesn't matter. We can just, we're borrowing money from ourselves. It doesn't, you know, Paul Krugman, perhaps the most consistently wrong Nobel laureate I can think of it in history. I mean, the guy's wrong about everything all the time. If Paul Krugman says buy, you should sell. You know, that that's the way it works. Um, here we are, thirty-one trillion. If it's no big deal, why not fifty trillion? Or a hundred trillion. Two hundred trillion. trillion. Why not just give everybody ten million dollars if that's there right. is no connection whatsoever to monetary policy and economic health? They're really just hoping that people can't fathom or will ignore what this really means and what the financial implications of this may be for them. Just the service on the debt that we have begins to crowd out spending. And the problem is that when Democrats see that, 
their reaction will be, oh, but we have more essential things we have to spend money on, Clay. You know, the, the history of fiat currency, you want to get scared, you know, you can read about the history of fiat currency and what ends up happening to governments that abuse it because eventually it collapses. Now, I'm not saying our currency is going to collapse. We're very fortunate. This is America. Joe Biden's in charge. It feels like our economy is almost idiot proof. It's not quite, but almost. And yet $31 trillion should be alarm bells, shouldn't it? It's not only that it's $31 trillion to me. Because, Buck, if we had added that $31 trillion along the way of our 200-plus years as a nation such that every year had basically been the same cost, we're not. We are accelerating our spending in an aggressive way. And this is important because the Tea Party initially got its voice when we approached $10 trillion national debt. That was a big number. That was a flashpoint. Many people said, oh my goodness, this is a monstrous debt that we have built up. $10 trillion. As you just said, we're now over $30 trillion. So in the space of 12 years, we've added $20 trillion to our national debt. And we are running up, it appears, around a trillion dollars a year in additional national debt every year into the foreseeable future. When does it end? How does it end? One way to contextualize this is by just talking about the percentage of our overall expenses that are now eaten up by interest. Because the interest on $30 trillion is approaching a substantial scale of our national debt. And I was reading the other day, I think in the Wall Street Journal, Buck, only about 16% of our budget now is discretionary. Think about that for a minute. We have so many obligations when it comes to Social Security, when it comes to Medicare, when it comes to Medicaid, is discretionary. So when we're talking about multi-trillion dollar budgets and all those things, understand that most of that money is already spent. And so if you were, many states have a balanced budget amendment, right? So if you live where I do in the state of Tennessee, we can't spend more money as a state than we take in. The federal government has not had that restriction. I use the example, we spent more money responding to COVID than we did World War II, even in real dollars, which is crazy to think about. So how do we fix this? This is an untenable position for us to be in. And ultimately, it is you can't just cover your eyes and claim like I thought when I was a kid, Buck. I bet you kind of thought about this, too. I used to not worry about the national debt in the 1980s because I'd just be like, well, the government can just print more money, and they can always pay off their national debt. That's kind of the magical thinking that Democrats are governing with right now, and unfortunately, there aren't enough Republican adults in the room who are going to sit down and say this is an untenable position. At some point, we have to restrain the spending. But in terms of this story... We know how it ends. I don't get very fired up with stories that I know how they end already. We're not going to default. The country's not going to go bankrupt. Like, eventually there's going to be a resolution on what the spending looks like. The national debt in the year 2000 was $5.7 trillion. I mean, that's amazing to think about. Say that again. 2000. Five to the year 2000, so just over 20 years ago, it was five point. 
six and change trillion dollars. So we have added $25 trillion plus in national debt in the 21st century alone. When the Tea Party recognized what was going on in 2008, 2009, when the national debt was $11 trillion in 2009, um, it then jumped up by 2016. It was almost $20 trillion. And now here we are. It is $31.4 trillion. It has taken off like the climate change hockey stick graph chart that people used to talk. You know, they don't talk about that anymore because, you know, the data. Uh, but here we, although Al Gore, we need to get some of, just for entertainment purposes, for everyone's amusement, we need to find some of the thunderous, bloated Al Gore you know, pounding the table about the need, the urgency to save the planet. And the guy is such a lunatic. And I feel sorry for people that believed in his, in his nonsense. For I think we've got it. We've got it already in the, in the, uh, in the roster well, here. So we can, play I, I think it we can much. toss that in the mix because, you know, on the one hand, there's people who are saying, Hey, we're $31 trillion in debt. Isn't there something, isn't there an urgency to tackle this problem? Don't we want to make sure we don't create a situation where we have, you know, hyperinflation at some point in our future, or we have uh, a default on the debt or any of these things that can happen that everyone right now says, oh, that'll never happen. Meanwhile, back in Al Gore land over in Davos, you know, he he put down his third cheeseburger long enough to start pounding the table and yelling at everybody. I'm actually kind of hungry right now. Yelling at everybody about this. Play the clip, would you? Al Gore screaming at everybody. We've got it. We've got to have it. Cut five. There we go. That's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen, the troposphere. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees. Greta Thunberg was just arrested in Germany. I agree with her efforts to stop that coal mine in Germany. I mean, this he's he's like a psychopathic cult leader screaming nonsense at people, and yet he's surrounded with some of the richest and most influential uh, global elites in, in the world. I mean, they're uh, boiling the seas. He he should go jump in the water off Long Island in the wintertime right now. Go check it out. Why doesn't Greta ever protest in China? She protests in an awful lot of places where she knows the consequences of protest are actually just praise. Right? I, I just... People who constantly protest and never are willing to protest the places that are doing the worst version of what they're protesting, I don't have any respect for them. Like if Greta got on an airplane and flew to China and went and found the most polluting region in China and like, uh, you know, uh, locked herself to a gate at a Chinese factory, I'd be like, okay, like she's living her worldview. She's actually putting herself on the line when you're in Europe or you're in the United States or you're in a democracy and you decide to protest, you often get rewarded. This is like the Kaepernick thing. When, when, when taking a knee makes you more money than standing for the national anthem, is it really brave to take a knee? No. I mean, go to China. 
actually stand up to places where there are real human rights violations. Put yourself on the line. I mean, I, I she can fly in there right now. If she's truly obsessed with climate change, China is creating far more global greenhouse emissions than any other country, I think, in the world. They have relatively limited, if any, interest in actually declining that. Go chain yourself to the the, the, the entrance gate of a Chinese factory and see what they do to you. But isn't it remarkable that we are, it is so much more fashionable as we are sitting here and the $31 trillion debt limit has been hit. And by any objective historical standard, it's crazy what's, what the federal government is doing. It's crazy. The problem with waiting until it's obvious to everybody is then it's too late. That's also when you, when you will learn the history of fiat currencies and spending crazes. By the time everybody gets that this is an issue, it's already it's already too far well, gone. Well, this for you is to the basis for crypto, right, Buck? This is what all the crypto people, if you really the ones who are smart enough to understand it, are like you can't trust currencies anymore because they're so devalued based on the debt loads that the only thing that's going to have any value is a universal cryptocurrency. Now, I don't it clearly has not been the case recently, but that's their argument. They see it at least. It's Still an argument. I'm not sure how yeah. convincing it is because, unfortunately, crypto is also through blockchain what all the transactions are based on the ledger, right? So that's all public. But if crypto is going to be people creating new coins all the time, there's well, there's a problem with just, oh, look, there's a new crypto coin out there. My biggest thing with crypto is if you really think we're headed towards governmental collapse, are you really think the Wi-Fi is going to be that reliable? Like, I think we'll go back to gold bars and, you know, like the uh, actual ways that we yeah. had you, physical assets, right? You, you'll notice that in, in post-apocalyptic movies, there's never a guy who's like, hey, I need food, oil, and ammunition. Here's my thumb drive with my Dogecoin. Yeah, right, like, right. That doesn't really get it done. So I'm not sold on the idea that nerds are going to deliver the world and, uh, you know, suddenly the Wi-Fi, like the Wi-Fi doesn't work that regularly in my house now and the democracy works. I'm not really convinced that if the world collapses, then I'm going to be able to get on and look at cat videos. You know what you do need? Things get rough out there. Guns, ammunition, important That's stuff. Accurate. And gun owners, you got to make sure that your skills are sharp, right? Because you're going to enjoy yourself more at the range and also... You just want to make sure that you know how to wield your weapon. Like everything else out there, the cost of ammunition has been affected so much by inflation. Ammo's gotten really expensive, but you can train without ammunition at your home. It's a device and an accompanying app called Mantis X. Many of the best shooters now do the majority of their training with dry fire practice at home. That's what Mantis X is, a firearms training system that is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, and that way you can use it at home or at the range for training instead of using expensive ammo. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. Nearly everyone, I mean like 94% of the people using the Mantis X system, have seen improvement in their aim and results through just 20 minutes of using Mantis X. Imagine what happens after using this for 5 or 10 hours or just regular practice with it. It's also being used, by the way, by U.S. military special forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. Get yours today. I've got mine here at home, the Mantis X system at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Learn and laugh.
Weekdays with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to precious metals for various reasons one having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan two diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three historically gold increases in value over time You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck, one of the sideshow stories that's gotten a lot of attention is this George Santos, what his background is. He's clearly lied about many of the biographical details that he has shared over the course of his career I don't know about you, but when you have so many politicians out there, many of them Democrats, including Joe Biden himself, who have told massive whopper lies and had no consequences for them, it's hard for me to get that worked up about Santos. Like in two years, less than two years now, next year, he'll be theoretically back on the ballot and Long Island Republicans will have a choice. Do we want to stand by this guy? Do we think he's done a good job for two years? Or do we want to select somebody new? In other words, when you're a House member, you're almost constantly running for re-election. There is no real off-season when there's an election every two years on whether or not you keep your job. And I thought Byron Donalds did a really good job because there's been this desperate attempt, I think, 
to distract from the Joe Biden classified document scandal and try to focus on the Santos story. And Byron Donald's opponent pointed out, hey, Richard Blumenthal, he claimed that he was a war veteran. Listen to this. In this country, you're still innocent until proven guilty. Um, There have been members whose issues have come up in the past. They were allowed to be on their committees, be sat on committees. And then if the legal process takes hold, then we make adjustments. Mm-hmm. So um, that's probably what's going to happen today. Are you joining any of the uh, members calling on him to resign? And- no, I've been clear. I think that's something between him and his voters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate what has occurred. Um, but, I mean, look, Richard Blumenthal, who's still a senator, lied about his service. Mm-hmm. He's still a senator today. Elizabeth Warren lied about being yes. a Native American for her entire adult life. She's still a senator. Why? I didn't hear anybody is... claim that she had to resign ever, either. No, Never saw that not. argument. And and she used that that lie to, honestly, without that lie, she doesn't have anything even vaguely approaching the career she does now because it was all Correct. built on her getting certain kinds of jobs as a law professor. Uh, despite, I think she went to, uh, uh, did she go to Rutgers? I forget where she went and, and, uh, for, for her, where did she get her law degree? I can't remember now. She, um, she got a, she got her jobs by claiming to be a minority as a law professor, course. which allowed her the platform to eventually end up running for the Senate as a Harvard law professor. Yeah, so she went to she, Rutgers Law School. I was right, actually. Wow. I can't believe I remembered that. She went to Rutgers Law School and then went on to teach at Harvard Law. Now, this is not a knock on Rutgers Law School. I'm sure it's a fine institution. She was the only person in the history, I believe, of Rutgers Law School to go on to be a professor of law at Harvard. Yeah. I mean, look, she traded on a falsehood that she was Native American in order to get her toe in the door and to get a career as a professor. So no one's demanding that she step down, despite the fact that her entire career is rooted in a lie. Blumenthal as well. Joe Biden has told so many lies, it's hard to even keep track of all of them, including the fact that he used to go to black churches all the time as recently as on MLK Day. Uh, Look, this is the year you should choose to do business with companies that carry your values in addition to offering you a great service. That's why we are happy to support Pure Talk, cell phone company. They are the antidote to woke wireless, proudly veteran-owned, Proudly U.S.-based customer service team proudly refused to spend money on fake news networks. Their service, one of the largest in the country, you're going to save a bundle, too, playing at least half of what you would pay for Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You can keep your phone, keep your same phone number. All you have to do is dial pound 250 right now, say Clay and Buck. You'll get your first month risk-free, and you'll save an additional 50% off that first month. Again, Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. So we had a little fun before talking about Al Gore, who was very close to being president. Worth worth reminding everybody of that. Uh, at, at this phase, wow. Clay, I, I, you don't have to give me an in-depth analysis on this. I just know gut reaction would you rather Biden continue as president for the rest of this term, or do you think Al Gore replacing him would be better or worse? Oh, I think Al Gore would be way better. Better? I just, uh, yeah, I think it would be way better just because I think that Gore is actually capable of thought. Um, and I, I don't, look, I understand this, this whole obsession with 
climate change. It, it, is this is, is this is lunacy, Clay? Okay, this is yeah. like his religion, and he's a high priest in it. And it's a, think but of I think dude, you're, you would get, they would get rid of plastic bags in Tennessee. They'd come after <laughs> you guys. I don't think that he would be able to do anything that they haven't already done on climate related issues, and. I think he's lost his mind. I I, I think this is the da- this is the downside in general, Buck. I would say, with being a public figure for a long time, and not having some dose of reality, it's just like, does he care about like who wins a college football game? I think it's important to not get maniacally focused on any one thing, right? And his well, thing is the climate, like Greta. Here he is, yesterday. Saying that the greatest threat to the, remember, 31.4 trillion, we just hit it today here. The greatest threat to the global economy, not the Russia Ukraine war, not the 31 trillion. No, no, none of that. It is, of course, climate change. Play clip eight. We live on an earth that is uh, under siege and it's costing uh, an increasing amount each year. In the last decade, two and a half trillion dollars, an increase of one trillion over the previous 10 years. In the annual report put out by the WEF here in Davos each year, the greatest threat to the global economy is the climate crisis. I, I just don't buy it. I, look, Buck, here's my thing, and, and nobody ever really is able to understand this, or I understand it's the wrong word, but like really like dispute it. If you study the history of the Earth's geology for a very long time, what you see is that wide ranges of temperature occur all of the time, right? Like there are dinosaur bones in uh, far northern Canada because it used to be, and I'm I'm not an expert on the the overall climate, but it used to be like a uh, you know swamp and tropical environment in in Canada, right? Historically. And I'm not talking historically, maybe even the wrong word, because we're talking about maybe geologically, the constant change of temperature has been one of the biggest parts of life on the planet. So I just don't buy that Look, suddenly humans are going to get wiped off the planet because the climate changes. So I, I think that it's you can make this really simple um, because I'll go. We can just play you endless clips of him saying completely insane, completely insane things uh, on a regular basis, making predictions that are absolutely wrong and it doesn't matter he doesn't care and so in a sense what we've seen with covid where people have been completely wrong took all this power into their hands totally wrong and there's no remorse there's no apology they just kind of continue going on with this climate is the area where you've seen something similar to that the science says but the science is always wrong so why do we keep listening to the quote science i'm here in miami right now clay if i went up to somebody because if you look at an inconvenient truth the al gore movie you remember Florida goes underwater very, very soon. I've never even watched Please. An Inconvenient Truth. I should probably oh, go watch it. It's so bad. It's so bad. I had a I had a college girlfriend when I was back in college. She was uh, liberal, and she made me watch it, and it's terrible. But anyway, um, if I went up to somebody who had beachfront property here in down in Florida, and I said, "Look, I got a great I got a great opportunity for you." Your house is going to be underwater in the next 10 to 15 years. We know this because of the science. I will give you a 25% offer on the current value of your house right now, no questions asked. I think I could do that for literally every resident with beachfront property here in Florida and not get a single, not get a single person 
Yeah. No matter what their politics are, who they vote for, or how much they say they're worried about climate and climate change is going to melt the world, not a single one of them would take me up on that because they don't actually believe it. This is the thing. With climate change, they just want the benefit of the pretense of the belief without actually having to live the lifestyle or go through any of this. It's always somebody else who has to bear the cost of the action necessary to keep all of this going, right? Somebody else has to make the sacrifices. I love looking. For, for, for the whole Davos thing where you fly on a private jet often get picked up by a helicopter once you land your private jet to go talk about how threatening climate change is is absurdly hypocritically ridiculous. But your point on Miami is a good one. I would just go out to L.A. Every single day, it feels like, certainly every month, there is a massive new record sell in Malibu. On the beach, beachfront properties going for dollar figures that are through the roof. Yet, when I put on the Oscars, to the extent that I do, because I'm not sure I saw any of the movies that are going to be Oscar-nominated this year, a decent number of those actors and actresses that get up and speak about how dangerous the climate is in the world will either have uh, the people who fund their movies having bought Malibu Beach houses or own one themselves. If you truly believe, I'll be honest with you, one of the first things I did when I sold my company, Buck, was buy beachfront property down on the Florida Gulf Coast to build a home down there. I don't believe that that home is ever going to be in danger because of the rising oceans. Neither do the people buying homes in Malibu. Because if you did, one of them sold for $100 million recently, Buck. It's on the beach. And you could even say, well, okay, well, fine. Maybe they just want the house for the next 10 years and they'll roll the dice on the rest of it. Okay, I'll buy land. Sell me undeveloped beachfront land in Malibu because, you know... That'll take a long time. I'll have to build a house. I'll have to do the... I'll, I'll take that 30-year bet right now. I'll yep. take that 30-year bet. Not a single person will actually do it. Nobody, nobody is willing to individually pay the price of their pseudo-convictions when it comes to climate change. And and the fact that people worship this child, Greta Thunberg, I guess she was, she's like 18 now, right? But it's basically still a kid, doesn't know anything, and think that she's... That they treat her as some kind of symbol of, of wisdom on this. The same people who say shut up and listen to Fauci and all the doctors because they're experts. The same people tell yes. you shut up and listen to Greta Thunberg. She understands the climate. Greta Thunberg couldn't do my algebra one homework from high school, <laughs> but I'm going to listen to her about the global economy and how we're all going to die unless we listen to her. Like this, th- there is a mass hysteria that has spread on on issues like this and particularly on climate change i've i've talked people think i've had people approach me and say you know you seem pretty reasonable and everything else you know some some wealthy people in new york this has happened before they say but i mean you don't believe in climate change they look at me like i'm crazy yeah and they they and they think that that's some kind of marker of intelligence oh believing in climate change means you're a smart person based on what buck Every story that has to do with weather in the last decade, every one of them now must mention climate change in its article about weather. In the 1980s, it was cold and sometimes hot. I I do love. I do love late at night if I'm going to watch something. I love to watch, you know, uh, 
any of those old, the, you know, the nature programs like, oh, and like the sea lion is going through the ocean and, oh, no, the pod of orcas has arrived. You know, the whole thing, you know, Richard Attenborough. Um, every time now you watch any natural pro- nature programming, they'll be like, oh, this this fish species is declining because of the ravages of climate change every yeah. single time. You can't yeah. watch one without that happening. And so I'm I'm angry at them about that, too, because they're ruining what should be. I mean, can't we can't we just watch like lions chase gazelles without getting someone's lunatic politics thrown in the mix? By the way, here we, we have Greta. Do you want to hear the Greta audio? We have Greta audio. I want uh, her to go to China and, and, and I want her to lock herself to a gate at a Chinese factory to protest climate climate change. That's what I'm calling on Greta Thunberg to do. Play clip 20. Oh, Oh, I thought we had. I thought we had it. Sorry, we we'll we'll, we'll get the Greta when we come back. But she just got arrested, and sure enough, this is uh, this Germany, is all for where she's going to be safe uh, again. Here's the other thing I would wait, wait, say. Can I can I point out what yeah. what just happened? Just so everyone knows, this is the problem with live radio. Our team sent me Greta is twenty, and I assumed they meant oh we have the audio. It's clip twenty, <laughs> but she's actually she's twenty years, 20 old. years yeah. old. Now I understand what just. She's happened. no longer yeah. a teenager. She's a she's a. Uh, She's a very well-seasoned uh, 20-year-old right now. I-, I will just point this out, too. In addition to uh, every time there is an article now about any climate issue they mention, and you just said on the health, uh, on the you know nature shows, they've been taught. My wife used to make fun of this because I'll sometimes listen to history books on, uh, on like, audiobook when we're driving around and she just rolls her eyes. The amount of time they spend talking about the weather in any history book, it's like, Oh, we had a horrible storm, and then that impacted. Like, weather's kind of been a big deal for a long time. And so this idea that every single time there is a unique weather event that is worthy of being covered as a story, that you have to discuss the climate change, yet simultaneously, what will they say, Buck, about any time a 20-year-old drops dead all of a sudden, you can't mention that there might be anything other than normal, uh, everyday life that this is involved in, right? Can't mention the COVID shot. But every single time there's a weather incident, you have to mention the climate. We can definitely mention the $31 trillion in debt, and we're going to keep mentioning it because a lot of impacts on the economy, and people are thinking we could head into a deep recession this coming year. Who knows? You got the inflation problem, the volatile stock market. What are you going to do, and how are you going to protect your retirement and your savings? The Phoenix Capital Group suggests you diversify your investments. They're introducing investors like you to high-value oil and gas investments here in the U.S., with current yields, which range from 8% to 11% APY paid monthly. These are corporate bond offerings. They're open to all investors with annual interest paid monthly. The Phoenix Capital Group offers live webinars to learn about Phoenix's business structure, ways they offer security for the offerings, risks, and their financials. They host live Q&As where they'll answer all your questions. Sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. That's 323-PHOENIX. Investing in bonds is a certain risk. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks, risks involved. Sign up today at investingwithphx.com. That's investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX to connect. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, 
Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, closing up shop, Thursday edition of the program. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. Podcast exclusives coming. If you love the show, you need to be subscribed to the podcast as well so you can get things that you will not hear on this program. So, breaking news just coming down. The Supreme Court has announced that they have been unable to figure out who leaked the Dobbs decision months before it was officially released. Uh, They were, quote, unable to identify a person responsible by a preponderance of the evidence. Uh, And so as these details continue to come out, I I don't understand. I mean, first of all, and I'm reading multiple stories right now, um, I don't understand, Buck, how the Supreme Court doesn't demand further investigation remember they were conducting this internally uh the clerks who were in charge of security there uh and i'm reading again team has been unable to respond um they said they looked at all the court's computer devices networks printers available call and text logs but investigators have found no forensic evidence indicating who disclosed the draft opinion they say they conducted 126 formal interviews of 97 employees and again, uh, I'm reading directly from this report, which just came down, that they don't know who did it, basically. Do you, do you believe them? Or is this the system just deciding it's going to be easier for everyone if we pretend this didn't happen? I, I have a I have a hard time. Look, I worked at the CIA, and I can tell you that when they want to get somebody for a leak, they'll get that person for the leak. Well, it might take some time. Now, granted, that has to do with very serious criminal statutes, right? That's a bit different than this, which is more of an administrative issue. 
but I just find it hard to believe that. I mean, maybe this is just I'm finding more hard to swallow or hard to accept than hard to believe, but it's. I don't there know, man. There's not so that many few... people, Clay. That's right. That's the key. There are so few people that would have ever had access to a draft Supreme Court opinion. So <laughs> automatically, your field of investigation, they said they interviewed, what, 197 people or what I just whatever I just read, 126 interviews. Automatically, your field of potential leakers is tiny. So, And then you know who ended up reporting this, right? I believe it was Politico. So you know somehow there was contact between someone and Politico, and I just I, I find it impossible to believe that they can't figure out who's responsible. Now, they did say preponderance of the evidence, which is also interesting for lawyers out there because it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. They say they can't even find more likely than not somebody yeah, just a, a basic majority standard or likeliness yeah. standard, right? It's 51% of the evidence, so to speak, is a preponderance and... Uh, look, it was a lib judge uh, employee. There are only three lib judges on the court. Okay, we all know who they are. So, how many people work for them? Did they polygraph? By the way, I don't know, but I, I know I, some my, people. I could make some calls. We could get to the yeah, bottom well, of this. Buck, I, I mean, my thing on this is, I think it's highly unlikely to be someone who's a longtime court employee because they would understand better than most the full scope of breaking this so i think you're right i think it was a clerk i think there are only four yeah. clerks who are left wing so that you're narrowing it down to like 12 basically um and these guys for people out there who don't know supreme court clerks only serve one term so they're there for one year um and i just the idea that you can't figure out who did it i just don't i just don't buy into I think yeah, if you had I, a real significant investigation, you could uncover this. I think the machine. I, I understand what's being reported, and all oh, they turned, you know, no stone unturned, and they did everything that they could. I think that there were decisions made in here. Well, let's not get too let's not get too worked up about this. Let's let let's let this one pass. That's what that's what I believe. I mean, people can disagree with me, but I think if they really wanted to find out, they could have found out. But I don't think they really wanted to know because that would be a problem. That would be an issue for the court if you find out that one side of the ideological spectrum has people who will sabotage the court's functioning in order. Well, remember why they did it to try to change the decision. Now, well, worse than that, arguably, not only were they trying to change the decision, Buck, they were comfortable with putting targets on every judge that was going to be in the majority until we talked about yeah. this a lot on the show. Until this was a published opinion, any assassination of which there was an attempt. Remember, somebody yes. tried to kill Brett Kavanaugh, and it's just like, oh, that didn't even happen. This was and gave direct cover to crazy people out there because until the opinions are released, it's fair game. It doesn't become law until it's released. So if you kill someone and Biden had gotten to a point of new justice, this wouldn't yeah. have become law. It was the most grotesque violation of the Supreme Court's proceedings in our lifetime, and it was done by a lib who definitely voted for Biden and will definitely vote for Biden again. Just going to put that out there. I, it's, it's inexcusable they didn't catch him. Inexcusable. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, 
Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.